Hey everybody, welcome back to the latest episode of the Inside Columbia Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Kowalski, joined by Megan Rojas, Kyle Matrician. We're back. It's been a few weeks since we were all in a room together. All together oh, wow. again. Feels good. Reunited <laughs> Kyle's singing good. on this one. That was not bad. Thank you. Not Kyle, great. Kyle not said bad. he wanted to stick this to five minutes, and he starts singing, and you know that's definitely making it in the final cut. I so. know. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I always like how we say we're back when we start, too. We can't change it now, but every yeah. episode we start it with we're back. Well, we are. We're back. Welcome what back. You want well, no, say? welcome back. Yeah. No, we we're, say just, welcome we're back. just letting them know, like, yeah. we're, we're back. back. We're back. It's we're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to too much fun. <laughs> Sorry. Go, Mike. <laughs> We've got a big episode today. Sienna Durr from the women's basketball program joins us. And coming up next, men's basketball seniors Jake Killingsworth and Mike Smith talk about their careers. And uh, as the Lions hit the home stretch here at the end of the regular season, uh, Kyle, the women came up with two big wins. We talked to that uh, to Sienna in depth this week about those, so you'll hear about those a little bit more. Um, four straight wins, back-to-back Ivy League sweeps. Yes. So they're rolling in third place in the Ivy League standings. Uh, the men coming off Alumni Weekend, where we dedicated the court to Jonathan Schiller ceremony on Saturday night. Uh, everything went well there. Uh, on the court, the men's team took another couple losses, but you know, still a couple positives to take and. and you know, hopefully the team gets a little bit healthier as we, we go on in these last two weeks here. So, Kyle, why don't you start a little bit with a quick recap of the women's team because you're going to hear more about that with the, our interview with Sienna later. Yes, there'll be lots of talk about basketball and some more stuff with Sienna later. We had a good time. Yeah. Uh, but the women's basketball team this past weekend, Friday and Saturday, like you said, their second straight Ivy League weekend sweep. They beat Brown 76-66 in a game they pretty much controlled from start to finish but never could really just completely pull away. Like, Brown hung around. But, you know, as I've said before, it's tough to win road games in conference play. It's tough to win road games in the Ivy League. So the most important thing is that you come out of that with a victory. Um, and Caitlin Davis had a huge game in that, in that performance. Uh, 13 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 blocks, 4 steals. We talked to her earlier today about it, and she said... Yeah, but I also had five turnovers. <laughs> Humble. Humble. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, because I talked to Caitlin Davis, because as I was going to get into, Caitlin Davis was named the Ivy League Rookie of the Week. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, she f- I, I don't, maybe this just speaks to like how good Caitlin Davis might become. But she said, I didn't even feel like I played well last week. Like, I didn't even feel like I had a good week. I just, you know, she obviously had the stats, though, this week. Right. Uh, and the points and the rebounds and all the way across the board. So... Caitlin Davis, the Ivy League Rookie of the Week. Congratulations to her on that accomplishment. But honors keep rolling in. The honors the keep rolling. Yeah. That is uh, five five Ivy League combined Rookie of the Weeks this year with Abby and KD now. And then uh, so took the 10-point win at Brown, did enough to get away with that win, and then Saturday really came out in the first half. And after a fairly even opening six to seven minutes of that game, uh, Columbia went on a 21-2 to run between the first and the second quarters. Yale was leading the game 13-11, to and by the end of that run, Columbia was leading the game 32-15 to with uh, about five minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, took a 14-point lead, I want to say, into halftime. Uh, Yale made a couple of runs there in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter, but... Rojas, I'll let you kind of speak <coughs> to this, too. And Coach talked about it in the locker room after the game. It just seemed like every time Yale made a run and got close, somebody else on Columbia's team stepped up to stop the run. One time it was Hannah Pratt. One time yeah. it was Caitlin Davis. Like, everybody did their part to 
And at no point in that game, in that second half, did ELE. They got all the way to within two. But just talk about, like, the what that showed about the team. Like, everybody chipped in. They're really good. Um, but in the second half, there was this huge swing of maybe seven, six or seven points, I think, um, just based on, like, a call the refs made, and then they got the ball back, and then they hit a three, and then they hit a two, and they had, like, these two free throws or something. Um, and at that point, I felt as though we had been there before, but in a different way. Last year, something similar, we were up, and we kind of, like, didn't have the, the power or the weapons to kind of, like, hit them back with that. So yeah. instead of, like, panicking, we were just, like, everyone just continued, like, grinding it out and, like, hitting big shots. Hannah had a big moment. Abby had a big moment, even though she kind of struggled yeah. at Brown and in the beginning yeah. of Yale. I was going to um, say about Abby, she – so after coming off being National Freshman of the Week, yeah. she came into this weekend, probably didn't – she didn't have her best performance this weekend – but in the late third quarter and in the fourth yeah. quarter, she just found a way to turn it on. Even though she wasn't having her best shooting night, she scored. I don't know how many points she scored in the fourth quarter of both of those games combined, but it was the majority of her scoring this weekend where she just found a way to hit big shots and big moments. Yeah, she just kind of figured it out in the end. I mean, it, she was guarded probably the most properly all season. Um, but, yeah, she kind of was right there when we needed her at the most important time. So, thank you. Thank you for Abby. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, Mike, uh, the women go 2-0 and this weekend at Brown at Yale. Uh, first back-to-back weekend sweeping program history. First four-game Ivy League winning streak since 2008. So all very good things as they try and position themselves for a potential berth into Ivy Madness this year. And on the men's side of things, Mike, I'll let you uh, take over from there. Yeah. Um, you know, the Brown game was, was really back and forth. Um, once again, a long scoreless drought kind of did did us in. Um, injuries played a, a role. Uh, Eddie Turner was out with, with uh, a minor injury, so was Ike Nweke. So the lines were a little bit undermanned, um, had to go a little bit shorter on the bench than they, they would like to, and that's not easy to do when you're you're playing a team with, with good good big men like there are in the Ivy League, like uh, Temenang Cho from Brown, and Atkinson and Bruner from from Yale, so it was going to be an uphill battle without having those guys in the lineup. Um, the Brown game, you know, Columbia built up an 11 point lead, and again, just just again, like we talked about, they just they kind of hit this wall for whatever reason, whether it's you know turnovers or just missing shots that were falling earlier in the game, um, and Brown was able to to come away with a six point win. The next night against Yale, um, it was kind of similar to the first time. Uh, when we played them where things were kind of level early on. And then um, Mike Smith continued to, to carry the sh- scoring load. Um, he's now fifth all time in scoring. And uh, the court dedication was a huge night. It was absolutely a huge night. It's, it was a great ceremony. And we're looking forward to laying these decals down permanently uh, next season. Uh, once we, we could redo the court and, you know, refinish it and everything. So uh, we've got a big episode. Like we talked about stick around. So, guys, it's the last home weekend of, of men's basketball season. Sure is. This Friday night, the men take on Harvard, 7 p.m. It is Heroes Night. Mm-hmm. It's our second round of Heroes Night, and we're recognizing uh, all those who serve as our community, veterans and active military members, NYPD, FDNY, first responders in the community are all eligible for free tickets. What's better than free tickets? Um, not much else. You know, I really enjoy Heroes Night, especially – Mike, considering the fact that we have a veteran in our athletic communications department, David Collins. Shout out to David oh, nice. Collins. And 
my grandfather, who is 101 years old, is a Bronze Star recipient from World War II and still going strong. So Love I'm that. all about Heroes Night. Love that. So for any active military and veterans, uh, you can redeem your free tickets by visiting www.vettix.org. That's www.vettix.org. Any F NYPD, FDNY, and first responders that are listening and interested, just email our marketing staff at athleticsmarketing at columbia.edu. Like we mentioned, we're well, no. like we're going to mention mm -hmm. the games on ESPN News. So it's a nationally televised contest. So uh, fans that can't make the game uh, can phys uh, can watch it from their, their couch. From their couch, if you have cable. If you're not a cord cutter, <laughs> I think you can news. get ESPN News on some of the cord cutting. It's possible. I have Hulu Live. Uh, Shout out Hulu Live. I think I might have ESPN Future news. sponsor of the Future podcast. Sponsor. Future sponsor. Yeah. Hulu Live, if you're listening. Hit us send up. Us, send <laughs> us a suitcase with a ton of money like we'll this. We'll send you a free t-shirt. <laughs> so Saturday night, February 29th, Lions take on Dartmouth. It's senior night. Senior night. Woo! So we'll honor Mike and Jake, who you'll hear from right after this. Don't miss a second of the senior night ceremony. And Saturday night's game is a 7 o'clock tip as well. If I didn't say that already, I might have. You guys it's don't worth repeating. Anyway. It's yeah. worth repeating. 7 p.m. Be there. Um, that game is going to be on SNY, so the home of New York sports. Um, SNY is great because so many local people watch it, even if it's on tape delay. Yeah. And now you're going to hear from our seniors, Mike Smith and Jake Killingsworth. Back to the pod. Back to the pod. Back to the pod. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Inside Columbia Basketball podcast. We're joined today by the two members of the senior class on the men's basketball team, Jake Killingsworth, Mike Smith. Guys, thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. Yeah. So, big week. Can you believe it's uh, the last home weekend? <laughs> no, not not one bit. Uh, it flew by the season especially. Uh, so, it's hard to imagine it's over. Uh, bittersweet for sure. Um, just, I guess, looking to go out uh, go out on top at home now. What are some of your favorite memories about playing in Levian that you're going to remember uh, leaving here? I think uh, just seeing the transformation from our freshman year to now, um, the fans and, you know what I mean, the different things that we've brought, um, the green screen stuff and so much. Um, it's just, it was just, it, it was just um, a time, it's a time for me now to reflect and enjoy that because, uh, I mean, coming in my freshman year, we didn't have a lot of those things and now, a lot more people are coming to the games, and uh, I for sure miss that for sure. Yeah, for Mike too. It's been interesting to see the uh, development of his fan base <laughs> over the years. <laughs> so freshman year, we just got bald little Mike out there, um, just trying to prove himself. And now, coming to games, we've got people shaving his number into the side of their heads. Uh, oh my! God. <laughs> shaving spots in their beards and then writing his name in. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's 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 fun to watch. It's fun to see. Let's continue like the to look back a little bit. Talk about some of your overall favorite memories that you've had here. Oh, man. Um, I guess one game that has stuck with me um, through all the years is my freshman year, uh, the Penn and Harvard games at home. Um, the energy in the gym was incredible. Uh, it was packed. We played well. We, uh, we ended up pulling both of those out. Um, and maybe it was just being my freshman year and still trying to get to know everything and playing catch up. Um, but those games in my mind are just like 
like when I think of my experiences playing at home, the, the, those games, those games definitely lead the list. What have you, what have you guys learned about yourselves in these last four years that you can take with you for the next 40 years that we talk about that four years for the next 40? I think that I learned that, um, I'm capable of doing a lot here. Um, you know, coming in as a freshman, I didn't know how to balance the workload and, you know, I mean, school and uh, basketball at the same time. But I think that now, looking back at it, I think it has taught me that I am capable of doing that. And, you know, coming in as a freshman, um, I didn't I didn't believe that. So I think that's something that I would take with me forever. And just to build off that, how to deal with success, um, but also how to deal with failure, um, how to lead people through failure, how to how different people, how different types of people respond to different situations. Um, we've played with a lot of different teammates, a lot of different personalities. Um, and both of us, in the situation that we came in with, we were almost forced into a position to lead from the beginning. Um, so there wasn't much transition period for, for either of us, um, obviously in different ways. But there wasn't much transition period um, for us to get accustomed to the college game. So we both got thrown in. Uh, we both developed as basketball players and people over the years. Um, and just how to deal with people, how to interact with the coaching staff, how to interact with other players in order to get the best out of them. You guys remember the first time you met each other? Can you tell us that story? I remember the first time I met Mike. I'm, I'm not sure he remembers the first time he met me. And Carmen? No, in the oh, summer. In the summer, yeah. I thought he meant Carmen. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I don't like I don't really don't remember it, but I remember us after like maybe the first day or second day we all played ones with everybody who um <clears throat> was was currently on the team but um yeah so that's kind of what i remember sorry i didn't mean to say the joke but i had to um so i was with saf trying to get moved in because i couldn't figure anything out like i couldn't find my dorm i couldn't do anything um and mike just walks up and i knew he was going to be short i didn't know how short he was going to be uh but yeah, I've got like all my suitcases trying to move in, and he just walks up, he daps Saf up, looks at me, Saf introduces me to him, and then he goes, what's up? I'm going to TJ Maxx. And then that was it. <laughs> and didn't, didn't see him till the gym the next day, so. Oh yeah, I did go to TJ Maxx, yeah. I get a... Mattress pad or something. Yeah, and uh, pillows. Yeah. <laughs> and what was, what it was it like when you guys started to play together? How's the chemistry built throughout the years? What was, does it, was it, quick for you guys or did it take a little bit of time I, I think it was quick um you know us both being freshmen and uh having a new coach everybody was new to the system and uh me and jake seemed like um two people that came from a, a program in high school or aau or whatever that um, was structured and uh me and him knew the plays right off bat and uh it was funny because coach would be like mike's only a freshman jake's only a freshman but they know the plays better than everybody here so you guys got to listen to them and you know what i mean and they're taking charge and you know what i mean i think the chemistry from that just just uh kept rising and you know what i mean unfortunately jake was got sick my sophomore year and i couldn't play fully and then you know what i mean junior year i ended up getting hurt so now it's like we're back to trying to get together but uh, i think we we always play well together and we always and i mean fault you know what i mean so it was, it was really a, a, gr a great time you know my four years with him i wish i could uh take him to my fifth year with me <laughs> but uh you know we both have uh different obligations so we'll see where it goes yeah i mean it's a kind of a unique situation for both of you guys because 
it's your last home weekend, but you do have another year. Does that kind of soften the blow a little bit, knowing that you guys have some possibilities on the horizon? Um, for me, not really. Um, just because I feel like wherever I do um, go to play next year, it's just going to be, it's going to feel different. Um, I'm going to be there for one year. I'm not going to have the relationship that I had with all the younger guys. There isn't going to be that foundation. Um, leaving this team, leaving this place, it's uh, it's gonna it's 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 gonna hit pretty different. So yeah, yeah. You see how the way Jake talks, he said hit different. You know I mean, all his <laughs> lingo is coming from me. So I know his mom and everybody is like he's using these words and getting it from me. So <laughs> hanging around with me too much. But uh, yeah, to pity back off of what Jake said, I think that. Um, I will, you know what I mean, you're only out of school for one year and you don't make connections like you do here over the four years, you know what I mean, you can't, I can't just go walk into the, my other teammate's room um, at 12 o'clock at night, it's like, Jake, you do want to play the game, you know what I mean, <laughs> None of, I don't have that relationship with, I, uh, with them, uh, I'm not going to have that relationship with them as I do with Jake or, you know what I mean, hey, Jake, can you, you know what I mean, help me understand this or understand that, like, what do we need to do? You know what I mean? I just, you just can't do that in a year. A year is not a lot, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Especially it's, what, six months, basically, basketball. So it's like you're, you're around them for that long. So it, it'll be a little different for sure. So, And alumni weekend was last weekend. You guys were able to watch a little bit of the alumni game before you guys had to get ready for the game. What Was, what, was it weird kind of thinking – that's going to be you guys soon. You're going to be out there. <laughs> um, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, it, it was it was great to see those guys, and we, we have some guys who come back every year and play. Um, Peter did let us in on a little secret. So Peter Barba and John Sika played in the game. It was their first alumni game, um, and they did let us in on a little secret. They blew a 20-point first-half lead, and they ended up losing in double overtime. Um, but they said that you have to throw your first alumni game. So I, I did learn that about alumni games. So for, first time you come back, you can't you can't dominate. You can't, you can't take yeah, over. You got to yeah. let like Nico and, and Rosenberg. They kind of like like have their. I think that was Rosenberg's show. first alumni game though. That was yeah. oh, okay. He hadn't well, played since because he had two years in Israel yeah, yeah. and he didn't play last year. So. Oh, maybe he didn't get the memo. He didn't get the memo. I don't, I'm not but sure. it's very Rosenberg thing to do not to get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> so on Saturday we had the core dedication to Jonathan Schiller. Talk about what he's meant to the program, to you guys, Jake, especially, you know, you interned at his, his firm. He came earlier this season to kind of talk to us uh, about, like, what he remembers from his 68 championship team. Um, I guess they, they used to pick up full pressure, trap, play all yeah. over the place. Um, so he came back, kind of told us that story, and we, we were all a little nervous for practice because <laughs> he was sitting there watching, so we didn't know what Coach Ingles was going to put us through that day. Um, but, no, my, after my freshman year, he uh, – he allowed me to intern at his firm. Um, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to get into. Um, I thought at that time, law, um, not now though. Um, but he knew I was interested in law, and so he, he opened up a position with his firm um, for the summer, and it was great. Uh, I learned a lot. Um, it was my first ever kind of nine to five desk job. Um, so I got a taste of that, uh, but it was, it was great. Me and, me and Kyle Castlin were working together that summer. Nice. Looking ahead to this weekend and the final road weekend against Penn and Princeton, what are you guys looking to get out of these last four games? Yeah. If we win the last four, then maybe we can um, 
put uh, instill some confidence in the, the team for next year and um, they can go out and compete at a higher level for next year and uh, that's what I think I, I really want to do for uh, as me being the player I am um, I know Jake probably feels the same way so even though it is close to um, close to the end Mike and I are leaving a legacy and uh, don't want that to kind of be remembered as the one in 13 team um, so at least let these young guys know that we that we haven't given up on him yet so besides your teammates what do you think you're going to miss most about Columbia mm, I would say I think the city and I know that's that's very generic but I, the food per, like specifically the food options within the city um, I know from my other friends who who are on campuses um, kind of in like college towns or not New York. Uh, it's it's a lot of fast food and it's a lot of uh, below average dining hall food. <laughs> and so we we're, we're blessed here with a extensive Uber Eats seamless uh, seamless catalog and, and, and good dining halls. So um, I think I've been super spoiled on on food uh, since I got here. It's tough. I so think you miss school, right? Huh? School, like homework and yeah, yeah, yeah. studying. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought. Yeah. Besides that, though. but uh, I think um, I'm going to miss the most is on every Sunday I go to church with. Uh, I just started bringing Ty and Ike and Cam to church with me, um, uh, Hillsong, and I think that uh, I'm really going to miss that. You know what I mean? Just be able to dedicate a day with a couple of my teammates, even you said beside my teammates, mm -hmm. but just being there with them and bringing them along and meeting new people was a great experience for me because uh, I used to go along since freshman year. Um, and then be able to, to drag you know, three, two teammates with me to help them see the world a different way. I mean, not everybody's religious, but they were and they never went. And so I think just having that Sunday dedicated to, hey, let's go make a trip down to Penn Station when they were, and now they're in Washington Heights. So, it, you know what I mean? It's just a, it was a great experience for me, I think, for my – four years going by myself and then bringing along teammates and just having that foundation of being able to go somewhere. So I think that I miss that the most besides my teammates and the school. Yeah. Work. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Last question. Self-proclaimed best two video gamers on the team. I'm the best. So that, <laughs> that's not even a question. If he tells you that he's the best, he's lying because I have pictures and I have – Receipts of me beating him. <laughs> so if he lies, you know, maybe we could put, we could post it on our Twitter and. Uh, we'll you'll, see. Have a, you'll have a few, little extra time after the season goes down. Wh what are you guys playing each other in right now, and what's it, what's it going to be like? Call of Duty. We're playing because that's the only game that he can, you know, I mean, compete with me <laughs> in. And you know, I mean, compete <laughs> is <laughs> is, a, is a strong word. But uh, we're gonna just leave it at that. But I don't know if he has any other games that he's thinking in the back of his head. So. No, Mike. Mike's better than me because he puts in a lot, a lot more time. Uh, what? I'm doing my schoolwork. Right yeah, yeah. Okay. What? No. Uh, I can only really hold my own against him in Call of Duty, um, and that's on a good day. But uh, I don't know. Just kind of the normal. Uh, well, I guess Apex just came out, so yeah. he's trying to teach me how to play Apex yeah. so I can play with him. Uh, Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, Fortnite. All the. All the we have a lot stuff. of games. Anything else you guys want to talk about? That we didn't bring up. Um, I don't think so. Just, I guess, I don't know who all listens to this, but uh, if in any way, if you've helped 
myself or or Mike out in our in our four years here. Uh, we we are very thankful. Um, a lot of times, you guys take out, take time out of your day, um, and we're we're grateful for that. So no matter how small the conversation is, it uh, we we remember it and we're we're thankful. So and there there have been a lot of people too. So it's 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 awesome to see the support uh, that we have that our team has. Um, and and I know it's not like that at every school, so it's it's awesome. Great, guys! Thanks for taking some time. I can't believe four years has gone by. Seems like yesterday you guys were freshmen. Oh, now. I know. I saw that tweet <laughs> yeah. this morning yeah. about the the gifts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yep. Um, good luck this weekend. Good luck again the final weekend. Thanks for everything, guys. Uh, wish you the best of luck. Mike Smith, Jake Killingsworth, playing their final home weekend and Levian against Harvard and Dartmouth. Lions take on the Crimson on Friday night at 7 p.m. You can catch that game on ESPN News. Saturday night against the Big Green, another 7 o'clock start on SNY and ESPN+. Join us for Pride Night on Friday, March 6th, when the women's basketball team hosts Princeton at 7 p.m. The first 500 fans of the game will receive a free Lions Proud t-shirt. Tabling opportunities are available for LGBTQ groups. For more information, call 888-LIONS-11 or visit GoColumbiaLions.com slash pride. Roar, Lion, Roar. All right, welcome back. Part two of this week's episode of the Inside Columbia Basketball podcast. Kyle Matrician, Megan Rojas, you're here. Yep. Mike Kowalski, we left them flying solo for part one of the podcast. We did. We it's had all to, good. We had to leave them leave be it's with the first time we've been together since like oh, yeah. like three weeks crossover so, season yeah. crossover yeah. season Mike yeah um, but I'm sure I haven't listened to it yet but I'm sure it was a a great interview with the men's basketball seniors yeah Mike yeah. Smith yeah everybody just listened to it so you know if you're still listening you must have thought it was great all right enough about us the real guest <laughs> this week on the women's basketball portion of the podcast is sophomore Sienna Durr Sienna Thanks Hi. for coming in. Hi, everybody. We've had a busy day Welcome around to Dodge the studio. today. Yes, I have had a pretty busy day, but I'm happy to be here. Here in the uh, Lou Stu- Gehrig studio. Studio yeah. A, we'll call it. Studio A. This is because the nice we call studio. the other one Studio B. I, yeah. I prefer Studio A, but it's not always I available. I Studio A was the conference room. <laughs> no, I think we called it Studio <laughs> We've been in multiple studios yeah. this year. We bounce around. Yeah. This is yeah. The, We've been on the road. This is the video studio. Oh, we have been on the road. Last week last on the road, week. I think it turned out pretty well, right? Yeah, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast with Abby Shue, it's a good lesson. Titled On the Road, on the road. with Abby Shue. <laughs> Creative. <laughs> Creative podcast <laughs> title. <laughs> nice title. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Anyway, Sienna Durr from the women's basketball team from Grinnell, Iowa. The I, We've had you on earlier this year, mm-hmm. but it's nice to have you back a second time. The 2018-19 Ivy League Rookie of the Year. I'll just bring it up again. Also, the Met Basketball Writers Association Rookie of the Year last year. But this year, it's got to be pretty exciting for you as a sophomore because you're watching, I mean, I know Abby's having the year she's having, Mm -hmm. but you're watching all three newcomers this year like have such tremendous years and be big help and be a big help to the team yeah it's really amazing to see them come in and all three contribute in so many different ways um carly's one of the smartest basketball players that i think i've ever played with and she just makes some crazy passes in games and in practices where i'm like whoa how did she even see that happening and abby shu like she's just a baller she can go out and score in any way that she wants and she's just a really big part of the team and we can look to her to get a bucket at any time and kd is just a freak athletically and she just does some crazy things where like my mouth just drops open and 
it's I can't wait to see where these three go. I feel like uh, Katie, she got more social media attention today. She sure For the did. same play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> same play. It's been on social media three times this week, but the pass that she had in the Brown game to you. Mm-hmm. You yeah. actually scored on that play. I did. I did. It was a nice <laughs> assist from the opposite free throw line. She uh, grabbed that steal out of the air, and then I don't even think she took a dribble or anything, but she just launched it all the way With down the court. With her left. With her right, With her right hand. Right hand. Yeah. She's a lefty. Yeah. She's a lefty. Um, She's we could say she's, she's ambidextrous. Yeah. Like, yeah. she shoots lefty, but she does literally everything else right. For social media, so she's like, a lefty. People are really <laughs> hyping her up as a lefty, but, like, we, we all We were really trying, Sienna. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I just had to go a secret. <laughs> Suppose real quick. Come on. All right. But uh, we will talk a little bit about what happened last week uh, with the team, even though we mm-hmm. discussed it a little bit earlier on the podcast. But your second Ivy League weekend sweep in a row, the first time in program history which, you know, is a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. But we're going we're gonna to go with the good thing. <laughs> yeah. First time in program history that the team, since going Division One and joining the Ivy League, swept back-to-back weekends on the road. They did win four in a row in the Ivy League back in 2008, but it kind of came staggered, like the mm-hmm. last game of one weekend, then two, then one. But you're right now tied for the longest winning streak in Ivy League games in program history. I mean, let's, let's kind of like just walk through how good that felt for you and the team this weekend to come away with two more wins and really position yourselves well for what hopefully is a postseason run. Yeah, it feels really great. Um, when I was being recruited here by Coach G and the staff, like she was really preaching that um, this new wave of players was going to come in and change the culture of this program and change the history of this program, and you can see it in the works right now. So it's just so cool to be able to see that all the hard work that we put in day in and day out um, is really paying off, and we have our eyes on that Ivy League tournament right now, and we're just doing all that it takes to get us there. So it's just so cool to be on this journey with my teammates and with the coaching staff, and I can't wait to see where we can go. So in the locker room after the Brown, no, what was that? What was last Friday? Brown. The home game? Yeah. Dartmouth. Dartmouth. What was the vibe in the Dartmouth locker room? The first, the beginning of the sweep, the double sweep, we're going to call it. So that first win against Dartmouth, the vibes in the locker room were very bad. Um, It's like you don't really walk into many, like, after winning a game, walking to the locker room and, like, have the vibes be the way they were. We just knew we played really poorly and we Got, we got the win at the end of the day, but we played so poorly that game, and we knew that we had a, to make a lot of changes to get the win the next day. So it was like immediately from there, we're thinking about um, Harvard on Saturday to be able to make those changes so we can get this win. Like we're not just comfortable with winning. Like we want those good wins. Yeah. Um, and I think that just shows a lot of growth in the program because before it was like, yeah, we got to win, cool. But now it's like – we got that win, but there were so many mistakes to it, and there's so right. many things that we need to change. So it was like, we're not just happy with winning anymore. Yeah, which and that I think kind is of, cool. I feel like after that night of just winning and not playing amazing, set us up really well for mm-hmm. the next three games. Exactly. Um, yeah, I was like, yeah, Mike was talking about turning points before. I feel like the Dartmouth win almost served as a turning point for you guys in a way where like a loss might have generally served as a turning point, right? Mm-hmm. Because like you said, when you're in yeah. the locker room post game, it like it, yeah, you won the game, but it didn't really feel like a mm-hmm. win. And you guys knew that even before like coach came in the locker room, like you guys yeah. were all sitting in there and you got like, you guys weren't happy with yourselves, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't just come from coach. It comes from the players on the exactly. team as well. I was going to ask you before, uh, during this, during this like ride that you guys are on right now. Right. And like, 
everything that's going well and everything that's positive, like at the end of the day, at some point, right, the season's going to come to an end mm -hmm. at some point. So do you find yourself trying to take a moment, take a breath, and just enjoy what's happening right now and, like, how exciting it is, no matter how the season finishes up, no matter, like, if you guys don't make the Ivy League tournament, if you guys do make the Ivy League tournament, if you guys win the Ivy League tournament mm -hmm. and go to the NCAAs, right? Do you, like, it doesn't matter, like, do you just find the time to take a moment and, like, think about enjoying the ride right now? Definitely. Um, I do take the time to stop and think about that, especially after this past weekend sweep and the spot that we're sitting in right now tied for third. Um, it's just really exciting because we haven't been in that position before um, where we definitely have such a good shot to make it. And I fully believe that we will make it to the tournament and we can win games there. Um, so it's like I was just walking around with one of my teammates like, wow, we we are six and four right now. We are third place in the Ivy League right now, it's like, we're going to make it to the tournament. Like, we are going to make it there. Because we all believe that wholeheartedly. Um, so it's just really cool to have those moments and just, like, realize how special this is right now. So, yeah, I do find myself taking time to think about, like, how grateful I am to be in this position with the people that I'm riding with. And um, I'm just really excited to see where it goes. Your role on the team this year has been... It's, it's got to feel really different from what it was mm -hmm. last year because last year when you came in and you started to have the year that you had that led you to be Ivy League Rookie of the Year, you kind of became, I think to a lot of people on the outside of the program, you kind of became the focal point mm -hmm. of the team. But now this year, it's like, how did that adjustment work for you where you we have all these other weapons on the team now? And it's like, I, I feel like it we don't know from night to night who's going to score who's going to be our leading scorer right mm -hmm. who's going to be our leading rebounder a lot of the times in rebounds just from looking at a statistical standpoint it's like really even all the way across mm -hmm. the board all the way down the stat sheet so like your role on this on the team this year has changed so like how have you had to grow into the, your role as a sophomore compared to what it was as a first year um it's definitely changed a lot uh i will say looking back last year i just went out and i was playing basketball i felt like I never really knew what the scout was. I didn't really know what to do on defense. Um, I was just kind of out there playing, and somehow yeah. it all worked out. Uh, but on the other hand, like this year, I've been a lot more locked into scout. I know what I'm doing defensively. I can help my teammates when they don't know what's going on. So it's like stepping into more of a leadership role more than to just like a scoring role because you never know who's going to go off on one night, and the scoring has been so even yeah. throughout the majority of all of our games, um, and it's – it's like great that you don't have to have that pressure on your shoulders to be like, I have to go out and score 20 points tonight or we're not going to win. Like, you mm -hmm. know that anybody can go off on any night and we're all going to contribute. And that makes it really hard for teams to scout us. Um, and I think that's why we're so good. And we're just going to come, we're just going to continue to trend in that direction with so many girls coming back next year. And we're just going to continue to get stronger. Do you feel you felt the effect the first half of the year? Uh, like the sophomore scouting effect, I guess you can call it, where teams have a whole year of film on you now and have seen you. They so like the you. first half mm -hmm. of the year, did you feel like when you were playing games, like teams that were scouting us like knew a little bit more about you than maybe they did last year? Did you feel that out on the court? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like last year I found it really easy to score in just the simplest ways. Like most teams know I can really only use my right hand, and teams wouldn't take that away last year. But now they obviously. <laughs> but we're working do. on it. We're working on it. We're still working on it. We're working on it. I've seen you score but with your left yeah, plenty of times this year. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like a matter of adding things to your game. So like when they do take away what you're comfortable with, you're totally yeah. able to do something else. Do you have any top moments from this year so far? 
top moments. Top moments. In, like what? Like yeah, anything. Anything. Any top moments. Anything. Yeah. On the court, off the court. On or off. I mean, we spend so much time together. We do. It can be on yeah. or off the court. Um, hmm. Top moments. I feel like <laughs> I will say the most recent top moment was our bus ride back from Yale mm. after that sweep. Definitely. We had a lot of fun on that bus ride coming home. Like, usually when we're coming back from games, we're all pretty tired. or just, like, chilling. Like, sometimes people are just, like, talking to the people sitting next yeah. to them. But um, on this ride home, we were all really pumped up from that win, and we were just super excited. And so we were just playing music in the back, back of the bus. People were singing. People were dancing. It was Winning it was is just, fun. Yeah. Winning's a lot of <laughs> fun. fun. And winning's really fun when you can do it four games in a row yeah. two back-to-back sweeps when your team's never done that before and it's just a lot of excitement mm-hmm. um within the team to see like where we can go and what we're doing right now was there any of the what's the karaoke called when you blast the music in your oh in your um, headf- we in actually your haven't done that we didn't do that you haven't done do that on the way, but you did it last we, year we the last trip it. the last trip um, the very last weekend yeah on the way so back. you What's it called? It's headphone karaoke. It's I forget mm-hmm. what. Is I that could what it's be called? making that up, but you. Yeah. Blast. I remember yours. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> what did you do last year? Uh, I probably did some Beyonce song. That's usually my go-to. Yeah. It's amazing yeah. when you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember sitting on the bus last year as they were doing it, and I'm sitting in my seat, and like, I don't think that anybody's gonna like call my name to make me do this, but I. What song would you know. do? I don't know. Were you getting ready just in case? I was sitting there thinking of songs. <laughs> I'm like, Imagine. I'm like, I get up, I'm like, hi, I'm Matricia, <laughs> to the front of the bus. <laughs> I don't think we've explained what it is yet. No. So, so you, you put explain on it. Explain it. Have yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the headphone karaoke is like you put on headphones. You're the only one who can hear this music, and there's usually a microphone on the bus. So yeah. you have the microphone that's going to the rest of the bus. You're the only one who can hear the music in your ears, and you're just singing. It's like, blasting it's in your It's blasting ears. in your ears, so you're also singing super loud. <laughs> and you can't tell if you sound really good you or don't really bad. No, I do. Like, I remember last year I was up there. I was like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> I got this. I was like, I got this. I oh, sing yeah. this all the time. I know I you sound You were really good. confident. I'll and say that. I was up there and I was going. And at the end, people were taking Snapchats. I was like, oh, wow, that sounds horrible <laughs> i'm sorry i was really feeling myself but i shouldn't have i been. like how you just grabbed your headphones yeah. like, oh like, yeah i was feeling yeah, good. yeah i was really <laughs> feeling good out there <laughs> i did think we were gonna do that and i think we're gonna save that for the last road trip well okay, I guess this weekend. Weekend. yeah also coming back from well this is a, the longest bus ride we do something fun i don't know it's we do something fun at the last road trip of every season yeah I'm excited. um and i don't know if our freshmen are aware of it yet do no they, they know? know they know because well, we have so last year um explain what happened so explain what happens the last road trip of every season uh each class has to come up with like a skit or a song or like something like some that. sort of performance some sort of performance and we have to perform and then at pregame meal. at pregame meal and then we're judged and like whoever wins wins cool yeah. whatever um, class wins yeah. yeah so last year the freshmen so my <laughs> class we we won i think by a landslide because yeah. ours was really great and like we still sing the song that we made up <laughs> it was great to this day. Yeah. it's like it was you were singing so on the way good. home from yeah yeah we did sing it on the way home from yeah cuz it's just like so great uh-huh. like the other classes know it at this point cuz we right. sang it so much so i'm really excited i'm looking for um 
two wins in a row. So we'll yeah. see what, what, what our sophomore is. What is what is is Jay a solo performance this Jay's year, or is she going to be solo. part of the juniors? Jay's going to. I think Jay. The other years, you guys have like grouped in because like Abby was the only senior last year, so right. she's not grouped in with the juniors. <laughs> yeah, but you know, this is her fourth year. You know, I think she has to do. A, you guys better make her do it by herself. I, I think we're going to have to because honestly, she thinks she's a really good rapper, and I know she's going to so come actually, out with some rap. So actually, two years ago, <laughs> Kyle, do you remember this? Two years ago, um. It well, it came down to a tie, and I think Jay and Camille Zimmerman, who's the senior then, her she, Jay was a sophomore, or yeah, had to be a sophomore. Jay was a sophomore. Yeah. We had them rap battle, yeah. and <laughs> when <laughs> I say it was actually really good, do you remember? I remember. Camille it started had to get personal. It started to get <laughs> like <laughs> personal. <laughs> it was really good, and Camille had like all these verses written. Yeah, I was gonna say she like in preparation for it. a moment that ever happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> she was ready for a rap battle. Is that why she was so good? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I swear she she had these written in her notepad on her phone. I was like, why did you? How'd you come up with that? Like off the top of your head, she's like, oh no, I've been prepared. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how did you know we were going to do this? She's like, I didn't know. <laughs> She's so just prepared. She was she ready. She was not ready for every moment. mile moment. It was not going to happen. No, she was like, it I was remember her really going up good. and being surprisingly good. And I was like, wow, like, I don't know like, what huh? they do out in Arizona. But. <laughs> I was like, we have to play a game in two hours, guys. But yeah. that was amazing. <laughs> you should just <laughs> go rap somewhere. <laughs> Oh, I, I think that's all the time. We oh, have. actually, Mike, sorry. I just thought of something. <laughs> <laughs> Best part of the podcast right here. The moment we try to wrap up and Ro thinks of something. And I go, Ro. This is gold. Gold. Okay, so Sienna Durr, senior year of high school, is trying to decide where she wants to go to college, blah, blah, blah. She comes on these official visits. I oh. <laughs> am privileged enough to meet with her and her family downtown at the Lucerne for um, breakfast. Coach Di and I um, – bring them all uptown and coach Ty, not all of us can fit in one taxi or Uber or whatever. So <laughs> they take a taxi uptown, her two parents, coach Ty and Sienna. I'm like, yeah, like this get my moment. Like I'm going to get, cause sometimes I like try to like <laughs> get, get in with the recruit early. So like we're cool. And it's like, I can like bond with them throughout the official visit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like this is it. We're going to like bond. And I was like, all right, I'll get a taxi. Like this is how we do it in New York. I get a taxi and we get in, and we had, <laughs> this is the first time she's, like, here in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had maybe the weirdest taxi driver. <laughs> the weirdest. I've it ever. Was crazy. Ever. <laughs> and, like, I ride taxis all the time. <laughs> I've never had anyone try to talk to me as much as this one. I was like, oh, yeah, on the right is blah, blah. I'm, like, trying to give, like, a tour. He, like, butts in. And he starts talking about. Just some weird it's things. Weird, you don't need to weird, tell weird the world. Things. I'm thinking, oh my god, this girl from never Iowa gonna is here. never going to come here. I'm panicking. I'm like, this is the first moment of New York she's had, and here she is. And I was like freaking out. And and afterwards, she was like, I mean, what? I don't know. What were you thinking? I don't know. I knew you were really worried because you were like, you sometimes there's like a little microphone thing. Yeah. And you were like trying to like make sure like turned off. Like this is even one of those taxis that. Well, I think all taxis have the plastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this taxi driver was speaking so loudly. So it sounded loud. like he was like sitting in the back seat with in us. In between us. It yeah. was crazy. And he just kept going and we were like, yeah, yeah, okay. And then we'd try to talk and then he'd just butt in again <laughs> talking about some crazy stuff. Some weird, like, yeah. some weird inappropriate. <laughs> like you need, just need to stop yeah. talking. Was your whole family in the taxi? No, like, it, was it was just, just the, two the two of us. Two of us. Oh. That's oh. what I was saying. I was like, this is my moment. Yeah. Let's go. I'm about to convince her to come yeah. here. Yeah. I have nothing really. Yeah. Like, I'm like, <laughs> just we bring her like, to campus. I was just kind of like, huh. 
and then we got out and I knew Ro thought that was super awkward because I could tell she was trying to like make it stop the whole time. I'm like trying and to find like, the button to turn off his microphone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like there's just not one because he's just so loud. So loud. And I think we get out and we're just like, wow, that was that was really weird. Did you say that something when you got like, out? You were like, were you like, so that never like happened. I think I like tried and you were like, you looked frazzled and I was like, oh God, oh no. <laughs> no, it was go. okay. It was like, it's like weird. That has never happened yeah. to me even since. No, no. Well, I don't take taxis that often. Yeah. But I've seen some weird things on the subway. Like yeah. we didn't take the subway then, but no. um, it was totally fine. Like I'm from small town Iowa. Nothing like that ever happens. But that's exactly why I wanted to come to New York. Right. To be able she to thought like it was it was had the yeah. reverse like effect. That. So that I was, was like, wow, yeah. these people are weird. I like it. I'm <laughs> into it. This is it. This is the this city. An everyday be occurrence right here. <laughs> <laughs> but, I hope not. <laughs> no. And then we talked about it like a year later. I was like, remember that taxi ride? Yeah. And then yeah. Yeah. But it was okay. It ended There's up nothing to be worried ended about. Ended up turning out really, yeah. really fine. <laughs> and that was oh, I've thought of something. Brought to you <laughs> by Megan Rojas. Yeah. We're working on a sponsor. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe the taxi company will. Yeah, there you go. We'll play our podcast. Yeah. In, taxis. in the taxis, yeah, wow. you have no choice but to listen. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I like That's when you know at. we've made it right there. Right there. When you That's see your it. face on the side of a taxi. When cab. people are trying to Ooh. turn you off. You know, like how they like play the Today Show, and you're like, no, I don't want to hear no. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Although I would want to hear the podcast. Right, exactly. Columbia Basketball Podcast. Yeah, it's go. hot. Yep. You gotta send it to your whole town. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know we're all gonna town. do a thing. All right, all shout out to Iowa, specifically yes. my I? mom and my grandma who grandma have listened Kim. to this at five times at least. Let's go. Um. So yeah, shout out. Is grandma that how Kim, we got such? Is that how we got such great ratings? When we had you last year, because I swear, when we had you on the podcast last it's year, it's all Iowa. It yeah. was yeah. like Grinnell. You, you can, can look see, at you yeah. can look at each city and who's listening. And it was like Grinnell, Iowa, two hundred and fifty people. <laughs> Next closest city, thirty-seven. <laughs> no, <definitely. laughs> New no, York. Like, yeah. Grinnell is pulling out all the stops out there for uh, Columbia women's basketball. Sure. Are your now. mom's social media accounts? Oh, totally. Yeah. No, she posted a video. I think before any other of Before our we accounts. dropped it, yeah. And I was really confused. Was she supposed to do that? Well, I mean, it, like. any any exposure. To, I had posted a video <laughs> to YouTube. I'm like, we will let this go live mm. eventually, blah, blah. And I had, <laughs> all of a sudden, the <laughs> next day, I press, press refresh and had like 100 views. I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Grinnell, <laughs> Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> <it has> <laughs> <been> <laughs> on our YouTube page. Because, like, I follow, obviously, all of our accounts, and I, like, get notifications when Twitter comes up. And I was like, I've never seen this video. How does my mom have it? <laughs> well, I was like, I bet Roxy sent it to her right away. Yeah. Because she knows it's going to get all the publicity first because all of her Facebook friends, you know. Yep. I love when they hype me up in the comment section. It's <laughs> oh. a nice little confidence boost. So, shout out, Iowa. All-time Ooh. fan, fan, Grandma Kim. Grandma Kim. Grandma, Grandma Kim has a Twitter account, everyone. And What's the handle? Give it a, give it a oh, oh my what god, I don't know it right off the bat. Oh, no. oh, she oh, has four really posts. Two listen, of them are pictures. Listen next week for yeah. Grandma Kim's handle. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's, That's the teaser, so, <laughs> so people come back <laughs> <Yes>. next week. <laughs> yeah. Is that the name of this week's podcast? Grandma, Grandma Kim. Kim's handle? <laughs> <laughs> <Just> Grandma Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. But all yeah. she, I'm, I'm, 
I look like I'm her daughter on yeah. her post. She I only posts pictures of me. <laughs> I don't think she's ever posted a picture of no. me before. But it's like there she were got four multiple posts to her tweets of, you. of Roxy. Multiple tweets of Roxy. It's selfies and, some, like, and pictures of us. Yeah. Tweets. Like I know there was one of like her car door at one point. I was like, that was an accident. But somehow she like retweets her stuff. I totally. Yeah. She doesn't know how to do it, but she does it somehow. Someone. Uh, I thought you were running her. I helped secretly. her on one. On okay. one tweet, the Merry Christmas. One. Yeah, she said, "Can we tweet for for uh, for your friend?" And I was like, "What friend?" She's a, you know the the Asian one. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like "Here comes yes. the controversy." <laughs> <laughs> No, we talked. Yes, we, Kim. we yes. talked about having Asian dads on last week. We did. Road we have one. Yes, yeah. and I wasn't, oh, invited. Wow. I wasn't invited. I know. I, I forgot about that. I tweeted the uh, Instagram the picture saying, "If you don't have an Asian dad, you can't sit with us." And immediately, uh, I was like, Sienna "Where was, was like, my invite?" Did I? Did I comment on? I felt like I wanted to comment and I didn't. I was gonna be like, "Unless you're me." Yeah, because yeah. I don't know. Don't have an Asian dad. I said, "Kyle, I'm sorry. Hold on. We're just gonna have a moment here." But you put me in the. <laughs> yeah, sipping my coffee <laughs> with that caption and I was like well I clearly do not <laughs> <laughs> I think people can figure out you don't have an Asian dad you don't Kyle. know you don't know you can look a lot like my mom that's true <laughs> that's true but yeah I mean to grandma's ki- grandma Kim's defense like she is a small Asian woman mm-hmm. who reminds me of my grandma so yeah. that's why we get along really exactly. well yeah. but yeah she's great so she I tweeted at me mm-hmm. for Christmas well, on that note, unless Rojas thinks of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's <laughs> that, it. That's all the time we have. Sienna, thanks so much for taking some time today. Yeah, Good of luck this weekend. As we mentioned, big weekend for the women taking on Harvard and Dartmouth on the road. Kyle, you want to give us the details? I can drop the details. Harvard, Friday night, 7 p.m., Leviti's Pavilion. This was actually the first year I properly knew how to pronounce that. Oh, I always oh, thought okay. it was like Leviat's Pavilion. No. Nope. Leviti's oh, wow. Pavilion Home at Harvard. Home of the Ivy League Tournament Home this year. Home of the Ivy League Tournament mm. this year. So hopefully not practice. our last trip to Leviti's Pavilion. And a reminder, next Friday, March 6th at 7, is our first ever Pride Night. And I believe if you were here early enough, you might get a Pride T-shirt. I got a quick glance at them today. We were shooting the promos, and they looked awesome. They Sienna, really cool. Dirk. Very cool. I and want one. <laughs> our team will be wearing something similar with a pride rainbow C. Um, but, yeah, come early for a giveaway and participate in our first ever pride night here at Columbia University. Yeah. All right. Anyway, before we go off the rails again, thanks for listening. Yeah. I hope, I hope you stay with us. <laughs> <laughs> hope you made it this if far. <laughs> if you made it this far, you probably really enjoyed yourself. Shout out to Diane Griffith, our Diane number one Griffith. listener. And Grinnell, Iowa. Yeah. She's not in Grinnell, Iowa. Oh, and Grinnell, and Iowa. Grinnell. Grinnell. I thought you said Iowa. Diane in Grinnell, Iowa. They're going to love all these shout outs. <laughs> Grinnell, <laughs> Iowa. I just would like to say thank you for my Christmas gift of a hometown hero mug or pint glass. Pint glass. It's awesome. It's I use all the time. Sp- sports grill and bar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They Grinnell. should be. They'll be playing this on the overhead speakers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, <Grinnell. are laughs> they air every single all one of our games. All 100 people will be here. I thought you were about to say they air every single one of our podcasts. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're <laughs> our podcasts. No, this is a little free advertising. <laughs> yeah. for them. They're going to fly Heroes. us out to Grinnell yeah. to record <laughs> <Yeah>. the podcast. <laughs> we're going to do a live, <laughs> remote live <laughs> from Grinnell. <laughs> you know we're going to be there eventually. Yes. Live from Grinnell. We'll have all of the famous people from Grinnell, Iowa on the podcast. Yes, the official city of Columbia women's basketball. <laughs> Grinnell, yeah. Iowa. Yeah, Grinnell, Iowa. Yes. Second home. Home Second. away from home. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hometown in the hometown heroes. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for bearing with us. I hope you had a laugh. We'll be back next week uh, as the men's and women's teams wrap up the regular season. So be sure to come back. Listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, 
SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Except for Google Play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs>